and lived in an Airstream camper in a magician's backyard. What? We're bearing the lead on that. We're coming back to that. It's cool to live in an Airstream camper, but you know, only if it's in like the Mojave Desert or something and you have like a cool Instagram account. I can't with get your over Airstream, the magician's backyard. In a magician's backyard. Who is the magician? Also, I love that this <laughs> show. Allison wants to book him for her future birthday party. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome back to Nice Have a Friend Podcast. My name is Lauren and I'm here with my co-host Allison. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. We are so excited to bring a dating horror stories episode to you all today. It's right on the cusp of prime Valentine season and our roommate horror stories episode is one of our most listened to episodes of all time and by far the most listened to episode of season three. So so we are just so excited about this and we never know what to expect when we do these episodes where we ask for crowd feedback and then you guys just absolutely blew, blew it away again <laughs> yes again we got so many stories when we weren't really expecting to and the stories are horribly great horribly so, great I'm which excited. we're gonna jump right into this today and so just in case any of you haven't joined us before lauren and i are gonna let you get to know a little bit about us basically just by sharing our awkward slash horror dating stories which unfortunately ours don't even level to the ones that you guys sent in today but no. we've got to at least share ours so lauren would you like to go first since you're the yeah. married one of the co-hosts here so i don't have anything very juicy for you guys because i really only had two serious but i'm gonna put air quotes in <laughs> physical form here because they were not serious yeah, didn't you start dating preston and when you were a freshman I in high school dating <laughs> preston and obviously we all know how serious that turned out to be but when i was in sixth grade i had a boyfriend for maybe a month and I just wanted to break up with him. It wasn't very serious. You know how sixth grade is. And so I was texting my friend and him at the same time. So I texted my, I meant to text my friend this text, oh, like no. super long, <laughs> complaining about this boy and like all the reasons why I was breaking up with him and why I didn't like him. I sent the text to the boy instead of to my Ooh. friend and then I had to explain it away and like I think he was super into me like I'm not trying to be like the way she just said that guy she like put her fingers on her shoulder and he was, was like, super, into, super me. into me I mean I'm not gonna lie I think he was like I don't think he was expecting me to break up with him another one that I had was with the other boyfriend that I had like right before Preston we were not super serious. He had like a very toxic ex-girlfriend relationship. In middle she's, school? Yeah. What? <laughs> she's not a bad person at all, but their relationship together was very toxic. She would have her mom like drive by my house, like if he was there. And then if like we went to the movies or anything, like they would find out and come to the movies and stuff, like kind of stalk us. That a sounds bit. so middle school, but it's, it's kind so, of scary a little bit. It wasn't really scary. It was just more <laughs> of the middle school, like, Obsessions. oh, this is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. But we only lasted like a couple months. And fun fact when I was talking to Preston for a long time and he was not making a move and he didn't have a girlfriend, and I was like, is he ever going to like, you know, make a move. And I had just broken up with this boy that I was just talking about, like maybe a month before that. And 
he had not talked to me in weeks. I had not talked to him, but I told Preston that that boy called me to like see if I wanted to get back together, and he did it. I just wanted Preston to make a move, so I was trying to make Preston feel like there was something like he had to compete for. Yes, yeah, I did that. I cannot believe it. I forget well, that I did that. It must have worked because you're married now. So. Yeah, I don't feel bad about any of that now because, like, obviously it was <laughs> meant to be. Oh, my gosh. What Lauren. about you, though? So I am the opposite end of the spectrum from Lauren. I am not dating. I'm single. And honestly, I'm that person that I have never dated. And I told Lauren when we first started doing this podcast, I'm like, or like thought of doing this episode specifically, I told her, I'm going to feel kind of weird coming up to this. And I don't like, I don't date. I don't have any crazy stories. But I wanted to be that person to like share that for everyone who listens to us who is not in the engaged or married bracket because I know there are a lot of you out there. But I do have a fun goofy story from high school that just makes me literally cringe that I forgot about until Lauren and I had our book club like two weeks ago. And the song came on that brought the subconscious memory that I'm going to share with everyone today. But my senior year in high school, I went to my first dance with a boy because I just never wanted to go because you have to like deal with that person and make plans and like do everything with them and I just wanted to go with my friends and have fun but this boy asked me to go I like blacked out the whole experience when he asked me because he had like a sign with like a nice pun and everything it was very sweet and um minor detail that I probably should know is that I had a gigantic crush on this boy at the time too so then we get to the dance and everything's fine I get to be with my actual friends and so we're like two and a half hours in and they haven't played a slow song yet. And I'm like, yes, thank goodness. You might be thinking to yourself, Allison, if you have a crush on this boy, don't you want to slow dance with him? Absolutely not. And so they started playing that song um, Evergreen by Ed Sheeran. And I remember guys looking up at this boy, looking down and looking back up again and said, I don't know what to do with my hands out loud to this person. <laughs> and so that's one of those things that like three seconds after I said it, I was like, why did I say that? Oh my gosh. So it's not even like a horror story. It's just like your typical high school awkward was terrible. I'm yeah. so glad that I've grown up since then because I just was not confident in myself. Whereas now I would be open to having some of these dating horror stories. And you guys are showing me that when the right person comes along, it doesn't matter how awkward it is. It'll be great. Yes. So maybe I'll put myself out there soon. Probably not. I'm really busy, but we'll see. <laughs> but that's Lauren and I's story that we wanted to share with you guys to show you that might not be as extreme as some of these, but we understand and we've been there and we're very excited to share our listener dating horror stories with you guys today. So without further ado, let's jump into it. Okay, I have the first one, and this is from our mutual friend, MC. She writes, this dating horror story is a throwback to high school. So I did not date a ton in high school, but junior year, I found out a guy at another school liked me. The school was very close to ours, maybe 20 minutes down the road. So our two schools hung out quite a bit. A girl from my youth group had really hyped me up, and so the guy specifically came to our youth on Wednesday night just to ask me out on a date. I was so excited to go on this date because I really hadn't been on an actual date where the guy picked me up and took me out to eat. The first thing that was weird was we went to a Mexican restaurant, and he only ordered us the free chips and salsa. So I was just thinking, dang, maybe he's on a budget, so I didn't say anything. (laughs) Afterwards, he said some people from his school were having a pool party, so we drove out to the, in quotation marks, country. We get there, and he starts acting like a completely different person in front of his guy friends. Luckily, the girl from my youth group that talked me up was there, so I ended up hanging out with her the entire time. After not talking to me the entire time at the party, he's driving me home and tries to hold my hand and proceeds to ask me to be his girlfriend. 
Of course, I said no. (laughs) However, this is when it starts getting even more strange. The guy started driving by my house and leaving me voicemails saying he drove by (laughs) and saw me. And my house was not on the way to anywhere he was going. It couldn't possibly be. He was driving out of his way to watch me. Watch me. That sounds like the you movie or the you show. Now that I look back on it, I probably should have called the cops, but instead I started doing archery practice in my front yard in typical Katniss Everdeen fashion. He stopped coming around. <laughs> Did you say who sent this in? MC. Yeah. Okay, she was okay. I, MC, what? I feel like you should have had a restraining order. Also, is this guy friends with the girls that showed up to Lauren's dates? That is yeah. so creepy. I know. I like the move of archery to try yeah. and combat it, though. <laughs> that was a really good idea. And I think I've seen MC's neighborhood. And it's, like, not close by to anything. So, that's crazy. That's very scary. You must have really wowed him. The thing about this, so when I say that the part of dating that I think intimidates me and why I haven't really ever put myself out there is the beginning. It's not the talking about, like, God and politics and life and, like, who's banking account. It's the, like, beginning awkward. So, when she said he tried to hold my hand, I literally just shuddered. I just, I don't know. The free chips and salsa thing is interesting to me because how does one even go to a Mexican restaurant? restaurant and only get the free chips well and i love salsa. how she said i thought he was just on a budget in like high school i love it this is great that is something that would happen in high yeah, school i just wouldn't think about it i do don't they think. even let you leave without getting something, something else i don't know maybe not <laughs> maybe he ordered a side of queso to really like make it bougie that's true and the next story actually is related to food as well allison let's, if you want to read that one okay so this one is anonymous it says one time on a date i tried to sound fancy while ordering and said oh my gosh sorry <laughs> I tried to sound fancy while ordering and said tomato biscay instead of tomato bisque. Embarrassing. I would rate it like a three out of ten for me. I am so sorry that so <laughs> tomato biscay. I love that so much. That's like people who I was okay this is not really related to this i was at work this week and one of my coworkers, who's an intern like me he was i just walked out and i heard him say i'm the opposite of an episcopalian and i was like what are you talking about and he said i hate fish and i looked at him and i said that's a pescatarian and he said i was close and i was like no you're not close so that's what that reminded me of that's a great story another time about to escalate quickly hold on i fell asleep while waiting to leave to meet someone in my defense it was a beautiful saturday afternoon and i was a sleep deprived college student i slept for probably 30 minutes when i woke up i had 20 text messages and 10 missed calls from this dude i was talking to he thought i was setting him up for kicks and giggles and told me girls like me were the reason that guys have low confidence and even get this depression um no sir i met him for the coffee anyway in parentheses pity day i confess he asked me during if we could forget all about that earlier and start over lol never i paid for my coffee left and blocked his number forever oh my gosh i like creepy the the confidence to just 20 texts and 10 calls and say you're the reason why men have depression like guys these are the men when people say they hate men i'm I'm not all in on that trend when people do that but like these are the reasons why people say stuff like that so if you're a guy listening to this maybe just like take a sleep on it before you decide to send 30 phone notifications to somebody when you're upset preston always gets mad when i read because every book he'll be like what are you reading about and i'm like oh it's the story where the husband like murders six teenage girls (laughs) he's like why are all all your stories so bad about men and I'm like because there's so many people like this out there 
Next up, we have MC. She sent us another one. She had a couple of pretty good stories yes, for us. Yes, she really did. She said, this story is the second time in my life I've been tricked to go on a date. Fresh second time? Okay. Freshman year of college, I became friends with a senior from our campus ministry. He was very friendly to everyone, so I really didn't think anything of it. One weekend, he asked if I wanted to hang out with him and some friends, and I was totally down because I didn't have anything to do. He picks me up on Saturday, and there are no friends just him he proceeded to take me to his oh gosh special prayer spot in parentheses on this secluded hill and pray over me it was incredibly awkward but at the time i was just like okay he's just a nice christian fellow (laughs) sorry that's funny (laughs) he then asked if i wanted to go to steak and shake for lunch it's a good option i was a little off guard when he bought my lunch but to me at the time the only red flag was him paying for my meal. Flash forward several months and we haven't hung out one-on-one since because life is crazy. I did continue to see him at the ministry though and we're still friends. I signed up with the ministry to go on a mission trip and I was really excited because I was going to get to room with lots of girls and make new friends. One night we were just chatting and another senior girl asked me about the guy because she knew that we were friends. I told her about the one time we hung out alone and she went, oh no, you were chatted. Chad is not his actual name. I just don't want to call this guy out. (laughs) This guy had apparently played this trick on several girls within our ministry. He would ask them to hang out with a lot of friends. The girl would show up and there would be no other friends. And then they would go on a date. (laughs) He's a serial dater. She asked if any other lower classmen had been chatted in the room. And over half of the girls (gasps) raised their hands. The guy, of course, over his time in college had probably done this to about 25 girls. The seniors ensured us that they were going to protect us from um, from Chad from then on out. Apparently, they had been chatted to and tried to make sure it didn't happen to anyone else. This was probably one of the weirdest things to happen to me, but I'm very thankful for the girls that looked after me. Also, small update, it's six years later and Chad is still single. Oh my gosh. That is creepy. That's scary. That's like Tennessee's most wanted right there. It's like, I, a... I invite you on a date, but we're going to go to a secluded prayer spot on a hill. That's seriously the definition of a serial dater, like a serial bad dater i cannot believe it i feel like there's a difference between like a godly man and And like a creeper and that is creepy you can't just use god as an excuse to be creepy don't do that here is another one from my friend rachel she said one time i was on this really sweet date with this guy i really liked at the time we got hibachi and then we went on a hike slash walk near the lake we skipped rocks as the sunset cue romantic music in the background it was wonderful until I slipped off a rock and <laughs> fell in the water. It wasn't deep, but I was mortified. Oh, no. I, Aunt Rachel, this sounds like something that I would do, so I feel your pain. I know. We can all relate. For our next one, this one is anonymous. This happened my senior year of high school. Uh, to give just a backstory, we have a family that we are relatively close to that we would vacation with when I was younger. They had a son my age, and he was always very quiet and reserved. All I knew about him was that he liked tennis and went to private school. Summer of my senior year, I started taking up tennis with my mom, and I wasn't very good, but I liked doing it. She knew that this family son was really good at tennis and said I should invite him to come and play with me and help me improve my skills. That's like a nice meet cute. We yeah. met up at the courts by my house, and he helped me with some serving and returning skills. Afterwards, he asked if I wanted to go swimming at his grandparents' house, and I said sure. And he said that he would drive since he knew the way. What I did not know is that his grandparents live 45 minutes away. It was quite an interesting drive trying to make conversation. When we arrived, his grandma seemed overly excited to see a girl. She made us homemade ice cream and was talking about how lovely it was for this guy to bring someone around. That sounds so familiar. Now the next part is probably the weirdest part. 
part. While we were swimming, the guy's uncle arrived. He proceeded to change into a zebra-printed Speedo and swim with us the entire time. And this is not the typical Speedo kind of fellow. If you catch my drift, it was incredibly awkward and uncomfortable. And when we left, their grandmother called me his girlfriend. He asked me to play tennis quite frequently after that, but I decided after that day, tennis was not going to be my hobby. I still see this guy and his family quite frequently. They were even guests at my wedding. He is married now, so good for him. His new wife can deal with the uncle and the zebra speedo oh, now. Oh my gosh. That's so awkward. That's so awkward. Especially that that guy's married now and you just know that about their life. Yeah. That he has an uncle that wears like a zebra speedo. I don't know. I think the thing I feel the most pain for is him with his grandma being like, that's your girlfriend now. Because I just like, I have family that are like that. that about like, oh, you brought a member of the opposite sex home. Good for you. And I just, I understand that pain for him. So I feel sorry for you as well. But it's, at least it's a fun story to tell. Also the 45 minute thing, like that is a long way to go one way for your like very first day ever hanging out. Yeah. Like, out of nowhere. Especially Ugh. when you're, like, that young. Yeah. Now, if you're, like, you want to go on a 45-minute drive, I'm like, okay, not as creepy. If you were in college yeah. and you were like, hey, let's go to Max Patch. But like, when you're, like, 15, 16. Okay, this is my friend Kylie. She said, okay, I have a dating story for you. It's not really dating because this happened when I was really young, but it makes me laugh to this day. So I had this boyfriend in seventh grade that I was crazy about. Well, I had a pool party for my 12th birthday at a public pool, and naturally he showed up. I love how she said naturally he showed up. Like, kind of like he would be a boyfriend. <laughs> kind of crazy that he came to my birthday party, you know? That is so funny. We had both jumped off the diving board and were alone over there in the deep end, and he decided he was going to try to kiss me. Well, I was 12, and my entire family was there, and I got scared. So the second he closed his eyes, without thinking, I punched him straight in the (laughs) nose as hard as I could. I didn't think to say, hey, I don't want to, but I just punched him. No one saw it happen, so I just never mentioned it after that. Needless to say, he wasn't my boyfriend after that day. That horror story was definitely my fault. That is so funny. It's like your fight or flight response literally got triggered. I would love to know like if they talked about it afterwards or if if they just never spoke again. They never talked again. I bet that probably that happened. And I wonder what happens now like when she sees him around because like we're from a really small town so she probably (laughs) definitely went to high school or no she went to my high school but she probably definitely like saw this guy around think about how every relationship he was in after that he went in and it was like wait maybe i shouldn't try to kiss her maybe because i'm gonna get punched in yeah. the face she probably told he probably told his <laughs> next girlfriend like hey can i kiss you because last time i tried to kiss someone spontaneously i got a bloody I got nose punched in the face yeah all right our next one is from katie Katie said, on a second or third date in high school with the first guy I ever dated, he took me to the movies to see the first Lego movie. He then decided to kiss me during the Everything is Awesome song while a child and his parent were right next to us. (laughs) This was my first kiss and it was so embarrassing. Worst part is that I kept seeing him for a few more weeks after that. (laughs) Your first kiss, first kiss that everyone hypes up in every movie ever. It's about my first kiss is so romantic. And yours is to the (laughs) Everything is Awesome song from the Lego movie. That song probably is already triggering for a lot of people, but then like that's even worse for Katie. (laughs) Just I don't know. This is we we talked about this in the last episode. Like, don't go to well, this was their second or third date, whatever, but like don't go to the movies for the first couple dates. Because it's like this scenario is what we're trying to avoid. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Honestly, 
people who kiss or make out in the movie theater make me cringe, period. I don't care if you are like, I, I'm not even, I'm trying to find like the right dating Just don't section. put it in public. <laughs> Just don't do that. Like any other PDA is fine with me to a degree if you're in paris like, france it's okay yeah. maybe some secluded parts of new york city but just sitting in a rundown amc <laughs> theater where a kid is probably puked with on butter the oil next on to you and you've got butter on your fingers like do not subject the rest of the moviegoers to that scenario what's worse people who make out in movies that you're trying to watch casually or people who snapchat during a movie what's worse uh probably the kissing honestly, honestly. i think snapchat's worse because there's a light the at least light. i can like block out the other yeah. thing that's true. That's true. <laughs> okay, the next one's really good. This is from my friend Brooke, and I lived with her during study abroad, and I know she had dating horror stories. So I'm so glad she came through. She actually requested this episode, like right after the horror oh, awesome. story, after thanks, the roommate Brooke. one. She was like, "You should do a dating one." So, thanks to Brooke. She said, "I have two stories. They both happened within a four month span of each other." Let's hear it. One, I met a boy I went to camp with my senior year of high school. He lived in Louisiana, but I lived in Tennessee. After we both left camp, we tried to do the whole long distance thing. He went to the same high school as one of my best friends. So over fall break, I made plans to go visit her and see him. Yay. Well, a week before I was about to fly out, my friend called me and said that she had heard he had three other girlfriends and I was the fourth. She immediately added me to a group message Ooh. with two of the three. Long story short, us three made a plan for me to still come to Louisiana and expose him at his football game in front of everyone. Sadly, he learned that I knew about everything and called me to break up before I came, but I was able to beat him to it. Thinking he had covered his butt from being exposed as a cheater, he continues to date the other girls. Well, I did decide to come to Louisiana anyways, and I showed up to his football game with the two other girls and all his other friends. Bottom line, I lived out my John Tucker must-die dream, and apparently he never socially recovered oh from gosh. it. Also, the fourth girlfriend didn't believe us when we told her and dated him for three years what? after that. Me and the other girlfriends are still friends to this day, and we all follow each other on socials. Oh my gosh, that literally is the plot of John Tucker Must Die. Oh that my is crazy. Gosh. I love how she says me and the uh, other the girls. girlfriends. Because it's like, they're this club. Well, I was trying to think, there's another movie too, and I can't remember who the guy is in it, but it's like Cameron Diaz, and then um, um, Kate Upton, and then somebody else. And it's like the other girl. The other woman. The other woman, yes. yes. I was like, that's what this sounds like too, and they all became friends. Yeah. Like, that's just crazy. Maybe the guy in the story earlier with the free chips and salsa, maybe that's why he was only doing chips and salsa because he was trying to date three other three girls, girls at the, at the same, same time. time. Well, I just want to know what this guy looks like because, I mean, was he... Was he hot? He must have been hot. He played football. He's probably, like, quarterback, running back, He must have had, like, back. a very high ego of himself to think he could even manage, like, four girlfriends at the same time. Like, I just hear me out guys I'm not for the cheating that's not what I'm saying but just like logistically if you're gonna do it too okay you can juggle too how do you juggle four (laughs) honestly that's insane Brooke that's crazy but I'm glad that you made some friends from that true there's a bright side so Brooke's second story she met a boy on a plane going to Mexico it turned out he lived in her same hometown and when she got back he asked her on a date the following week the date came and this is where it went south one he was going he was 30 minutes late picking me up Two, he was very underdressed for where we were going. 
Three, he took me to a movie and made me pay. Four, surprise kissed me after... Guys, what have we learned about this over the course of this episode? <laughs> surprise kissed me after the date in front of my house with security camera so my whole family got to see. Lastly, after the date, a few days later, I got a text from my friend with a picture of this guy's car sitting. He drove a nice white Mustang with the words cheater painted on it <gasps> in red. He had a girlfriend at school and never told me. And that is the story of how I did not date for a year and a half after those two stories. Dang, that's like a double whammy, mm-hmm. one after another. Brooke, why are cheaters just like running down your door? It's crazy to me also that so many guys like try to make girls pay on the first date. Like, yeah, I'm all for men and women like being seen as equals and like not, you know, chastising people. But I mean, on a date, I feel like that's just if you, what you ask do. the person. Yes. I feel like you should. When you're in a relationship, making that commitment for longer, it's different. But I feel like if you're making that move to ask, you need to be the one that offers. The first time or the first couple times for sure. Yeah. It's kind of like a, you know, we're more than our modern women, but like chivalry is nice. Yes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay. Here's my friend, Anna. She said, my boyfriend at the time wouldn't let me break up with him. (laughs) I kept trying to meet up with him to talk, and I think he knew it was coming, so he wouldn't let me come over or anything or even call him, which forced me to break up with him over text message. It was horrible and so awkward. Oh, man. That makes me feel so bad for him, but also for her. I feel bad for him, but also for her. I'm like, don't feel bad that you did over text because if he's not, if he's going to do, if he's going to just dodge, you tried. You tried. Exactly. But Anna is married now and they are so cute together. So it all worked out. Okay, good. (laughs) Our next story is from Lori. A couple of days after my 22nd birthday, I went to a friend's wedding, made eyes with the cutest groomsman ever, gave him my number, and made plans for a coffee date literally the following day. He was so cute, had a few tattoos, seemed around my age, super involved in his church. Uh, And I was so excited. So we met for coffee and my dream boat turned out to be a recently divorced 40-year-old man, two decades older than me, one-year-old child, had his ex's (gasps) wife's face tattooed on his neck and lived in an Airstream camper in a magician's backyard. We're bearing the lead on that. We're coming back to that. Literally couldn't make this up if I tried. The whole date lasted 30 minutes. I was totally weirded out and basically ghosted him. (laughs) Three months later, I found out he got married to a girl he'd known (gasps) for two weeks. Oh my gosh. First of all, I want to reread the sentence for you guys. He was a 40-year-old man. With his ex-wife's face tattooed on his neck, one-year-old child, which isn't that crazy if he's 40, lived in an Airstream camper in a magician's backyard. A magician? What? And second of all, he must have looked really good in that suit for you to not notice that he was significantly older than you. I'm so sorry. That sounds so scary. (laughs) 20 years older than (laughs) Also, it is kind of suspicious that he had a one-year-old child and he was recently divorced because that means that he literally got divorced like... He must have been having fun in that Airstream camper in the magician's backyard. It's cool to live in an Airstream camper, but you know, only if it's in like the Mojave Desert or something and you have like a cool Instagram account. I can't get over the magician's backyard. In a magician's backyard. Who is the magician? Also, I love that this <laughs> show... Allison wants to book him for her future birthday party. <laughs> Lori, we're so sorry this happened to you, but this just shows what happens 
happens when you like when you meet someone so lauren's been married for a long time she probably doesn't remember what this is like all that much but like i see people and i'm like oh my gosh gosh. he's the most beautiful person i've ever seen so like it doesn't surprise me that you didn't look too closely at the tattoos if he's in like a suit at a wedding you know it could have been his sister it could have like that you could have not even seen a portrait i'm sorry guys but i just feel like you can't be trusted if you get a significant other's name tattooed on you even if you've been married for 15 years because i feel like you know the phrase god uh, man plans god laughs i feel like that is like the biggest god laughs on the planet is when you like like when robert kardashian and adrian bylon got theirs tattooed on each other and then they had to get them removed later i know i just like ever since that i just that's a bad sign so i'm so sorry Lori. i know i hate it for her so bad did you go in the magician's camper (laughs) that's what that's my only other question Sorry, I can't get over that. This is a side note, but Lori actually has a flower business. So if anybody's oh, looking cool. for flowers in the East Tennessee area, she has a flower company and she will deliver the flowers to your house. And like, she makes all kinds of cool things. The podcast husband brought lattes. Oh, you gave Allison the cute cup. Okay. Yeah, because I'm Preston's favorite. All right, guys, we're officially back. If you hear sounds in the background, um, first of all, you didn't even know we took a break, but I needed to go do something, and then Lauren was like, hey, Preston, come in here and make us lattes. So I said, please, our- <laughs> will you make us a latte? Not a demand like that. <laughs> so her uh, sweet husband came in here and made lattes for all of us, and by all of us, I just mean me and Lauren. But after I just drank a 20-ounce glass of cold brew, so if I sound like I'm about to have a spasm or a panic attack in this episode, that's why. But we're going to get back to stories now. Let's get into this next story, which I have actually heard before, because this is from my friend, Drew. Okay, so Drew said, The day my girlfriend met my parents for the first time, I ended up in the hospital at 11 p.m. due to an ice skating incident. She came along with my parents to the hospital, and I had an ultrasound on some rather private belongings. (laughs) (laughs) By 2 a.m., we were headed home. The... To add salt to the wound, my mom made me stay on the couch so we could have a bed for my girlfriend to sleep in. We're married now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just love that so much. And this was the first time that his girlfriend met his parents. And then they end up going to the hospital where he has an ultrasound on his... And then she sleeps at his house while he's recovering on the couch. This story is from Avery. Here's some background. I've been best friends with this guy since we were in sixth grade, and now we're seniors in high school. So my birthday was in January, and a couple of days before my birthday, I posted a question box on my Instagram story asking for ideas of fun, COVID-safe things to do to celebrate. That's a good idea. So he responded to the box saying that he had an idea and that he would text it to me. So a few hours later, he texted me asking if I'd want to go stargazing with him at 3 a.m. the day after my birthday. There was a meteor shower that night. I'm so glad I said clarified something that like, because that would be really awkward if yes. not. <laughs> so I said something like, oh, yeah, that'll be fun. It's not a date, right? With the winky face emoji and then the crying face laughing emoji, just so you guys know. Because they were friends. But then he texted me asking if he could call me on the phone. So I called him and he proceeds to tell me that he's liked me since the seventh grade and he would like to take me on a date if I was okay with it. I freaked out at this point and hung up on him saying my mom called me. <laughs> so, That's so something I would, I would do. do that too. So I said that I would go out with him, but sadly it was pouring rain the night we were going to go stargazing. So we hung out a week later and went on a walk. I wasn't sure if I liked him at this point or if I just wanted a boyfriend. I understand that. Relate. He started talking about marriage a half hour into our date and said that I'm the only person he can see himself <laughs> marrying. Excuse me, sir. I was so shocked that he would say that on the first date. 
Anyways, after talking for like three hours, we say goodbye. Three days later, we hung out again and he brought up having kids. Didn't she say she was a senior in high school when this happened? Yes. And how he wants to be a young dad. How he thinks birth control is evil. (laughs) How his mom's friends don't like me, but he wants to be with me. I was in shock, (laughs) but he was also cute, so I kind of just ignored the red flags during that date. (laughs) Two days later, I called him and said that we were too different and that we wouldn't work as a couple. I definitely didn't like him as more than a friend. Also, we were in ninth grade, He or when we were in ninth grade. I thought he told me that he was gay, so since then I thought he was gay, which is why I was so shocked that he'd asked me out and it turns out he was talking about a friend of his thanks for listening to my stories ladies i love your podcast so much avery i love you this story was a roller coaster there's so much to unpack here okay my first thought on this i remember i just didn't want to interject this earlier but i'm one of those people where i would be like put a question box up what should i do for my birthday and somebody would be like can i just text you and i'd be like why don't you just put it in the question box like i'm just so logical that i would have been like not even had any idea that this person was trying to like flirt with you or ask you on a date second the your senior in high school and he's talking about marriage my friend's parents don't like you he wants to be a young dad (laughs) birth control is evil that's a lot of things to just dump on a girl right away she ignored all those red flags because she's like i didn't know if i liked him or if i just wanted a boyfriend i think every girl can relate to that so much the one about his mom's friends don't like me this is their second date your senior in high school why do your mom's mom's friends. friends Why does his mom's friends have an opinion about you? On the second date. That's so weird. Avery, I'm glad that you cut things off. I think that's better for your mental health. Also, let's just read this again. When we were in ninth grade, I thought he told me that he was gay. I thought he told me that he was gay. So since then, I thought he was gay. Which is why I was so so shocked that he asked me out. But it turns out he was talking about a friend of his. That's just so awkward. So this starts with LOL in all caps. And I just love when people start stories with that because that is how I start stories all the time too. It says, LOL, I hooked up with my sophomore year lab partner and then he ghosted me, but we still had to do lab together for the rest of the semester. Don't go on dates with your lab partners, exclamation point rookie mistake no just joking i act like i have all this experience i love that i love that um she so this is my pal malin she submitted a second story and i just if something could epitomize her in a story this is it so she said also one time i went on a date with a guy who drove like an hour and a half to have dinner with me and then after we ate dinner he asked me if i wanted to drive his truck because i guess he thought the (laughs) truck would impress me with three question marks after it but like my truck is bigger than his (laughs) anyways i drove the truck because i wanted to be nice and then he was super clingy and tried to ask me to go to gatlinburg with him the next weekend like um no we went on one date and you were clingy f i the truck thing malin is so amazing she is lives on a farm does everything outside most outdoorsy woman so it does not surprise me that she's like my truck is bigger than yours i think she met somebody whose truck is like probably more impressive than hers and she loves it now not really i'm just saying she found a great person so i'm glad that taylor swift song is this my truck is bigger than yours also do you say f instead of af yes what when it's written like that is that what you're supposed to do you can do you can do either people say af you need to get on tiktok lauren so that you can keep up with the gen c way of doing things because i'm pretty up to speed yeah is that what the new people are called yes you don't see you don't even know that gen z is existing uh, existence so you really need gen z or gen z Z. oh i know about gen z oh sorry you said c as in like maybe i'm lisping into my 
thing. I think it's because I've had so much coffee that my tongue is just like, we're literally vibrating. (laughs) Oh my gosh, this next one is so good and bad I know. at the same time it's funny i feel bad saying these stories are good because they're really bad she submitted but. crying laughing faces with it and she also has found her person so like it's fine okay <laughs> so jessica submitted i had a guy i had dated for seven months pretend his mom had brain cancer so he could go to the hospital and be with her without me bothering him but come to find out he was cheating and his mom was perfectly fine. <laughs> you know, you gotta Seven give him months? You gotta give him points for being creative, I guess, but like No, he gets no points because that's literally awful. Are you a bad person if you lie about a family member having yes. cancer? I think you're automatically a bad person. Yeah. Seven months. Like that's a pretty long time to date somebody for it to happen then. Like wonder how early he was date or cheating okay guys this is our last story and this is from emma which emma i have to say i appreciate that you sent me a five minute voice memo from this because i tried to type it verbatim and it was very hard because i was laughing so i'm this is a paraphrase but emma says my junior year in high school i played sandy in greece and i had this weird six-year relationship but it was kind of long distance and we were only sort of dating so back at school one of my good friends got the role of danny and we were really excited about it during this musical process he kind of fell in love with me but in a creepy but in a creepy way like he was kind of obsessed with me but i was naive about it she talked about how he would like wait to pick up her books or like wait until she was walking into school to get out of his car like things that could be sweet but also probably kind of scary if you like really think about it she said i didn't know how severe the obsession was getting but over a six-month period as this was happening i was trying to explain to the long distance boy that we were close and like there was a little flirting and whatnot but i wasn't even really dating the long distance boy anyways it would be unprofessional for me and danny to date while we were sandy and danny but apparently danny that's how I'm going to refer to him so that I don't reveal his identity, apparently had this big plan where he was going to ask me out the last day of our performances. But the second to last day of our performances, the long distance boy from 500 miles away shows up and surprises me out of our Greece performance. So over the six months that Danny and I have been getting closer, long distance boy has kind of been figuring out and hasn't been happy about it. So he shows up and everyone in the musical is floored. Like, what is happening? Because they all know that they've kind of been getting close. So Danny starts out of the building i'm one over by long distance boy showing up and i'm all paying attention to him but danny was so mad he wouldn't even talk to me and we had to play sandy and danny again the next night we had a heart to heart and there were a lot of tears classic high school but the show must go on so we did our part (laughs) and the show went fine then we had a couple more conversations like that the pick me choose me and all that but i told him no i don't want to date you we're just friends and then after that he literally didn't come to school the whole next semester (laughs) I guess you could say he was hopelessly devoted to her. Oh, Lauren. Okay, drop the mic. That was good. That was good. Oh, my gosh. There was just a lot to unpack right there. That is like high school. This is this is the Olivia Rodrigo, Sabrina Carpenter, yes. Josh Bassett situation all over again, but in real wow. life. Literally around the high school musical. Wow. That is amazing. Emma, thank you. That was a good one, I think, for us to end on. Don't I you love, think, Lauren? Yes, the show must go on. The show <laughs> must go on, and so must our podcast. So we are going to wrap things up today. I am so glad that you guys sent those stories in, because I know that talking about your like weird dating experiences, it's kind of awkward when it first happens, or if like you're in this awkward situation, like you say, I don't know where to put my hands kind of thing. Like It is weird. But then you just get this wonderful, awkward story, story about your life yeah. when you've grown and moved past it and realize it's normal, yes. and then you can share it with the whole entire world, or at least everyone who listens to this show. We might not always love these dating scenarios that we're in, but 
There is always something to love, and Lauren and I are going to share something that we love this week with you guys, which is our one of the week. So just in case you are new around here, our the one of the week is our Taylor Swift-like spin on our favorite thing that we love right now. It can be a person, a place, thing, whatever. So Lauren, what is your one of the week for this week? Well, admittedly, I had a very hard time thinking of one because we're recording this on Saturday, and when you guys listen to this, I will have a new person in my life, my best friend that I've been literally best friends with since we were like actually born, is giving birth tomorrow. She's getting induced, so it's like we know exactly the time mm-hmm. and place like that the baby's going to come. So Emma James will be in our life when you guys hear this episode, and I'm just so excited about it. It's like all I can think about. I keep texting her like, oh my gosh, like literally this time tomorrow, like you're going to have a baby. So it's just been so crazy to think about it. It's like all I could think about today, but that's what we were talking about right before this. It's kind of weird that we're at this point with medicine and science and technology that you don't have to, well, like most people I know are not going to be induced, but like you can literally know it's what day more common. you're going to have your child in your life. Like there's not the surprise. It's just like, okay, Tuesday the 27th. Yeah. Like, she said that baby. she really likes it because she like can get really good sleep. Like, like she can plan everything to be like, okay, I'm going to wash my hair. And otherwise you just have to be like, oh, let's go. So that's basically all I can think about. But other than that, my one of the week is actually going to be HelloFresh, which I know literally everyone on this planet has heard of HelloFresh. This is not like I'm not putting my referral link or anything down below. I have no reason to tell you guys this. I just genuinely love it. And it is such a great thing for me, like in this season of life, because like I love being creative with the recipes, but sometimes I just need a break and I can't think after work and like I don't have as much time to like put into meal planning right now. So just one week a month to have meals that are like creative and delicious and healthy show up to my door. It's amazing. And I'm not being paid to say this and I'm telling you guaranteed like it is good and fresh and you will like it. And you don't have to worry about like me saying that because I'm getting paid cuz it took me a long time to try it because they're so they have a lot of people that are they sponsored do by them or so like much. they send things to a lot of different yes. people. Yes. So it took me forever to just like actually try it because I thought those green beans have to be fake basically. Those blah 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 have to not be good, not fresh because I thought the people were just saying it was good. Because they were getting paid so much it's actually delicious and the food tastes exactly like you went to get it at a grocery store so this is me telling you you should try it see I don't cook as much as you do because Lauren is definitely like Susie homemaker she loves to cook and is like good at it and loves to do it all the time I'm just getting into meal prepping and you would have been so proud because last week I just like tried to season something without really thinking about it there was partially like season recommendations on the back of the sweet potato bag because I'm like I don't know how to season these when I don't when it's not sweet, you know? Yeah. But I did it. It was so good. Yeah. So, and I'm actually meal prepping today when we're done with this podcast. It's the little so. baby steps that you get into cooking, like, we're getting uh, there. You get to be a <laughs> cooking maniac just by those little steps. So I'm proud of you, Allison. Oh, thank you. What was your one of the week? All right. So my one of the week, I was going to say Jeopardy because I couldn't think of anything else. Uh, Zari, my roommate and I literally watch it every single night. And Zari is very sweet because she's like, oh, I was waiting to watch it with you. And like one day this week, I went to bed at 630 and I said, you can just watch it without me. It's fine. But <laughs> I actually am going to switch it. So I have an exciting announcement that I think I have. Have I made it on here officially? I've said yes. something on my Instagram yesterday. I did. Yes. So I quit my job at the news station. I still have one more week because I gave a two weeks notice, which made me feel very adult because I 
I have never had to do that before. But my last day is this upcoming Friday. I'm so excited. So when you hear this podcast, three more days, three more wake ups at 3 a.m. I'm almost there. Allison's gonna be a new (laughs) podcast host when that happens. So that will probably that's my one of the week. It's like knowing that I'm almost there, almost done with this job. It was a very big blessing at the time because it just gave me an extra income, stability when I wasn't sure about sports. Um, But there is one thing I'm gonna miss about it, only one thing, and it is the crazy news stories that you get. And so I shared this on my personal Instagram page yesterday. But there is a story they're running this week for Valentine's Day. Eagles.org, which is the website that just helps with the conservation of bald eagles in North America, they are doing this thing called like repair your broken heart. And so this marketing around this event is there's enough things for lovebirds to do on Valentine's Day. So this is for all the single like birds out of the flock or whatever. And so the event is you purchase a frozen mouse and then on the like 13th, I think, or maybe Valentine's Day, they're going to do a Twitch live stream and give those mice to eagles and like let the eagles eat them. And it's supposed to kind of be like, you do it for an ex or like single people that are against valentine's day and i thought this is not real life whoever came up with this whatever marketing pr intern or person is in charge of eagles.org right now they're doing a great job they're going places that is so funny i have mixed thoughts about that because that is really funny but it also takes so long to explain you know what I mean? Yes. Like you can't sum that up in one or two sentences and people get what it is immediately. You have to like literally go through this, this whole thing. I know. I think that's why it did good on TV news because they could like explain it yeah. well. But I just little things like that. That is the best part about working in local news. Is you hear you stuff get about these it. weird stories and you're like, why did someone decide to put this in the rundown for the show? Because that was an executive producer's decision. I also am going to miss running the BTS stories because yes. our executive producer that loves BTS. I can tell when she's working because it's like those stories get it into the news cast and so I'm surprised no one else is like yeah can we cut this out <laughs> well it's not like they don't make sense they're actual they they're relevant yeah. it's just like the first Grammy or yes whatever. it was like BTS's first Grammy nomination and then this week Twitter announced like the most tweeted about things of the year and so K-pop was number one because like it so almost got tweeted it. about seven billion times so wow. things like that are gonna make it in when it's just like a quick story they need to fill time with but it's just she chooses to put that instead of like another story about the Super Bowl or whatever, which makes sense because if, you know, anyway, guys, my one of the week is going to be missing little things like that, but also knowing I don't, I will have it to miss because yes. I don't have to deal with it every day anymore. And speaking on the super of the Super Bowl, I think in our next episode, we should do a quick segment about our favorite Super Bowl commercials. I Ooh, think that would be really good. fun. Or maybe we'll do it on Instagram. So keep posted for that. Also, can I just say, I don't like that we're teasing Super Bowl commercials now. Like, you know yeah, what I'm saying? They I put it in the saying. news or on Twitter, like Dolly Parton's five, five to nine. nine. I love that. But why did they put that? Why did they tease it? Because then it just ruins the commercial. I think there's just, been like six or seven that I've seen yeah, like that. That's a thing now for sure. And I think it's just to extend the longevity of how much money you get for your ad. Because mm-hmm. when people are watching the Super Bowl, you know, some people are in the kitchen, some people are good up to go to the bathroom, some people aren't really paying attention. So, you know, they might miss the commercial. Yeah. And so that just extends how much money they could like potentially mm-hmm. return on it. I, I definitely am a viewer that watches for the commercials and halftime. I do not care Me about too. the game at all. I mean, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't follow the NFL close enough, but like Tom Brady's probably going to win because it's just like he's like a cockroach. There's three inevitabilities when there's an apocalypse. The cockroaches are going to survive. Tom Brady's going to survive. 
I just meant to say two possibilities. That's what I meant to say. But it's just like, he's probably going to win. So, I mean, what's the fun in watching it? It's like, why watch the college football playoff? Because Alabama's going to win. So, But the nine, the five to nine situation by Dolly Parton, I love that so much. That is so creative. And, and it's whoever like thought doing, of that, you know? whoever thought of that is a literal genius. Because it was with like Squarespace, which mm-hmm. is basically four people who have side hustles. Hustles, yeah. Everyone our age, almost everyone, has much. one situation going on that's like a side hustle that is in our age yeah. bracket. And it was just so smart. Everyone loves Dolly Parton. Like, Do you think was, she'll release it as a song? I think you can listen to it, yeah. Oh, you can? Like, anywhere, okay. yeah. I can link it down below. But that was just so smart. And it's that kind of, like, PR and advertising that just... Oh, appreciate it so much well we're looking forward to watching all of those ads and hang out with us again next week with another episode talking about our super bowl commercials and another fun topic that we have planned for you guys but in the meantime make sure to follow us on instagram and twitter rate and review us hopefully five stars on apple Podcasts, and share us with someone you love whether that's on social media by text or in person we are so grateful for all of you that have shared it because we got submissions from people that sent things in because they were shared or like somebody referred them to our show. So that definitely helps us grow and we greatly appreciate it. So if you love us or found something that you thought was hilarious in this episode, please share it and tag us and we'll share you too. So thank you everybody for hanging out with us and sending in your stories. We will see you here next week. And we hope this podcast reminds you it's nice to have a friend. Bye everyone. Bye.